0: So Christmas is coming up, and we all know that alcohol is often a part of most families Christmas, whether it be the actual family day, the the days in the weeks leading up to it, the new year, or even the Christmas parties that come as part of being part of a a career or a company. We all know that alcohol is a big part of Christmas. So today, we're going to be talking about how you can avoid alcohol during the Christmas period. I'm going to be giving you some truth bombs about how you can start to develop the worldview where Basically, alcohol is not going to be an issue for you at Christmas. But it's how you can start to see alcohol as something that's you don't even need to avoid it. It's there. But you look at alcohol the same way that you would look at a watermelon. It's like, whatever, I just don't care. And if we could get you into that state of mind, then avoiding alcohol in the Christmas period will be a piece of cake. There are five points for you to understand. And I'm actually going to be in Thailand at Christmas. I can't go home to England to see my family because if I go out of Thailand, I can't come back into Thailand because of all the coronavirus restrictions, but hey ho, I mean there's worse places to be at Christmas time and it is what it is. And yeah, let's just get straight into it. So the first thing that we've got to accept, right? We've got to accept that alcohol is a part of life. Right? We can try our best to avoid alcohol. We can try our best to avoid certain bars, to avoid certain people, to avoid restaurants. We can try our best to avoid things, right? But the real change happens when we accept that it's a part of life. It's going nowhere. That is the very first step. It's accepting that it is a part of life and being okay with it, right? It's accepting that this Christmas period is going to have alcohol in it. Unless, of course, you just stay at home and lock your door and close your curtains and don't turn the TV on. Oh well, yeah, then sure, alcohol won't be a part of your life. But you know, you've got to accept that it's probably going to be there. It's probably going to be around. There's probably going to be situations where you're going to encounter alcohol. And that's why I always talk about this reframing process and being able to change the way that you view alcohol, which is what I actually help people do in my company SoberClear. The first step is accepting that alcohol is going to be a part of life. And it's certainly going to be a part of Christmas. Now, why is this important to accept? Well, People are going to offer you drinks. It's very, very inevitable that somebody is going to say, why don't you have a glass of X, Y, Z, right? This is why point two is so, so important. This is the game changer. And again, it it, it comes around that theme of acceptance, right? We've got to accept that most people think alcohol is a good thing. So if we've accepted that we already know that alcohol is a part of life, it's going to be a part of Christmas, it's going to be a part of New Year, well, what's the issue then? Well, the issue is that other people are going to offer us drinks, and we're going to see alcohol, we're going to see the way it's advertised, we're going to see the way that it's marketed, right? And when our friends and our family or work colleagues or the people that we admire and that we respect offer us alcohol, we can sometimes start to question it, we can start to say, hmm, maybe that's a good idea. And when it's the people that we love and we admire that are offering us these alcoholic drinks, well it can be sometimes hard to say no, not because you actually want the alcohol, but you don't want to upset your friends. So this point is so important, right? We have to accept that most people, 90%, probably more of this society think that alcohol is a good thing. They actually truly believe that there is a benefit to drinking a poison, right? A fancy market of poison. People seriously believe that. Crazy, right? Crazy when you've reframed the way that you view alcohol, but you've got to accept that most of these people see alcohol in a very specific way, right? They've not reframed the way that they view alcohol. They've bought into the conditioning. They've bought into the lies. They've bought into the illusion that drinking poison is actually going to make Christmas a more enjoyable time, a more enjoyable period. It ain't. It's not true. But we need to understand that these people that, that we may have to say no to, that we may have to reject, that we may have to say, no, I don't want to do that. We need to understand that whatever their reaction is, is not actually it 's nothing personal right if they if they start to go like dude why why would you not want to do that that's got nothing to do with you you've got to understand that it's got everything to do with them and their worldview and the way that they view alcohol if they truly believe that alcohol gives them something they are going to keep drinking it and they're going to want to give it to their friends because they actually believe that it's a good thing whereas when you've reframed the way that you view alcohol you don't want to give it to your friends anymore you don't even want to drink it right so we've got to understand that most people have not reframed the way that they view alcohol, right? They, they believe the conditioning, they believe the illusions, they believe that there's a benefit, and they believe that it's enhancing their life. So when you say no to that person, and that person then, you know, like I said, like, they're just like, Why, what, are you crazy? Is there something wrong with you? Are you an alcoholic? What's wrong with you? Just have one. When these people start saying this stuff, it's a reflection of their inner world and their worldview, right? So we need to accept that that's just the way things are. And th- those things are not going to change. I'm trying to change that through Sober clear, through helping other people go through that process. But at the end of the day, most people do not have the worldview that, you know, that I talk about on this channel. So accept that. And when that comes, be okay with it. Be okay with this person thinking this way. You don't need to change them. You don't need to change the world. But when it comes to you and your personal life and avoiding alcohol at Christmas, just accept that there's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of marketing. There's going to be a lot of messages that glorify alcohol. And I'm, I promise you, none of it is true. It is all complete and utter nonsense right? None of it is true. There is no benefit to drinking. Drinking alcohol will not enhance your time at Christmas. And I know a lot of you guys that are regular viewers of the channel know my story, where I stopped drinking with willpower for however long it was, seven or eight months, built a personal training business, you know, had a girlfriend, had a car, was living in Oxford. And it was a New Year's Eve party that I went to that actually got me to relapse. Um, And this was, you know, maybe about three years ago, it will will be three years ago coming up to this Christmas. And I had this big relapse because everybody around me was drinking and I was convinced that alcohol was enhancing their time, that they were actually having a better time as a result of drinking a poison, right? A foul tasting poison. And because all these other people were buying into it, right? I thought that, oh, maybe I'm the only one, you know, I'm the only one not drinking. Maybe there is something in it. Maybe there, that's, that's what, maybe I am missing out. And I fell for it. And that led into, you know, nine months of destroying my business, destroying my relationship, destroying everything. I mean, I've told this story on the channel many times. A lot of you guys already know it. But the point of the matter is, is that I fell for it. Because I didn't accept that most people think alcohol is a good thing when it's not, right? That's because that's what, and that's going to lead into the, into the third point. And it, it's, it's all about changing the way that you view the drinking slash alcohol. So because, you know, during that time that I stopped drinking with willpower, I hadn't changed the way that I viewed alcohol. So even if those people was, you know, they were like having a good time and whatever, I felt like I was missing out. I looked at that and I thought, damn, wish I could just have one or two, wish I could just have one or two. And this thought was in my mind all night until I eventually succumbed to that thought. But I hadn't done this, I hadn't reframed the way that I viewed alcohol, I still saw it as something that enhanced life, right? And then you've got all of this additional pressure, all of these different people, like I said, all the marketing, all the build up to these events, to these Christmas parties, to these New Year's parties, and so on. Well, you combine that with actually thinking that alcohol is a good thing, and you've kind of got yourself a recipe for failure. No offense, and I'm really sorry that if you're not in that state of mind where you've fully reframed the way that you view alcohol, then you know, it might be a little bit of a difficult scenario. So that's why I talk about this reframing process. And I've spoken about how to do it on the channel before. But just to kind of recap, you know, it's about hiring the coaches, going through the programs, reading the books, finding a solution that works for you, finding a way for you to build a new paradigm where alcohol just doesn't fit into the equation of your life anymore. It's so, so, so critical. You know, I've got so many videos on this channel talking about different concepts, helping you build this worldview, piece things together, try to get this proper worldview where you see alcohol as a poison, right? You can look at a bottle of vodka the same way that you'd look at a bottle of bleach. Why the hell would I drink the bleach? It's 100% possible for you to see alcohol the same way because that's what it is. All it is is a poison. There's nothing else to it. And that is why I hammer this again and again and again. And if there's one thing that you get from this channel, right, I'm not saying you need to join my program, but I'm saying that you need to go through this process, no matter what approach you take, even if you go to AA, if you've gone to rehabs, if you're using medication, if you're using hypnotherapy, whatever it is, right, this is still mission Critical because once you reframed it, it's a done deal. Why would you ever want to go and drink bleach? Do you think that if if all of a sudden the TV started showing bleach commercials of how drinking bleach is the new thing that's going to add three years onto your life expectancy, that I'm going to start drinking it? What about if they said, oh well, bleach has actually got a lot of great antioxidants in it, dude? You must drink some bleach. You know what I'm saying? This is the same way I see alcohol, right? You can tell you can you could give me any crap and I'm going to see right through it. any marketing about alcohol, any kind of message like that. I'm going to see right through it and see the poison, right? And that is why I hammer this again and again and again, because that means that if you reframe the way that you view alcohol and you go to these Christmas parties and you see these drinkers, and these drinkers are saying, go on, have one, have one. Well, you're like, well, why don't we just go and drink a bit of bleach instead? You know, they're going to look at you like, why the hell would I do that? Exactly. Why the hell would I do that? Now, this is going to sound counterintuitive, point four, but I really want to get into this. And it's, well, once you've got into this state of mind, then we're actually canceling this out. Do not avoid alcohol. Sounds counterintuitive and I understand why, but let me explain my my reasoning behind not avoiding alcohol. Now, if you were to try and avoid alcohol, if you were to try and miss events that you really wanted to go to, miss certain bars, not hang around with with friends, not hang around with family members, whatever it is, and you were really trying to avoid alcohol everywhere you go, well, that would actually signify that, that alcohol is something that's worth avoiding, right? Would you avoid bleach? Let's say you've given up bleach. Are you going to avoid bleach? maybe not the best example, but you kind of get the idea, right? Why would you try to avoid it? It's a part of life. It's going nowhere. And if you can see it for what it is, then why would you ever want to even bother avoiding it? It's nothing. It's just, it's, it's, it's like a watermelon, right? Who cares? So I say, don't try to avoid alcohol. Don't try to avoid it. You should still go to these Christmas parties. You should still go to these events. And a great way to understand this is to go to events because you actually want to go to the event. You're not going to to get smashed. You're going because you want to hang around with the people, the friends, the family, the work colleagues, whoever it is. Don't avoid, don't avoid an event because alcohol is there if you're going for the right reason, right? If you're going to hang around with a, with a group of, you know, kind of friends, acquaintances, that kind of thing, that every year at Christmas time, they all meet up and drink 10 pints and just behave like idiots. If that is something that you are going to go to an event of like, you know, five guys or five girls, and that's what you do every year, then, well, you might not want to go to that event because it sounds like a pretty sad activity anyway. No offense if if that's like what you guys do, but it doesn't really sound like an enjoyable activity. What I'm trying to say is that you don't need to avoid alcohol, right? If there's an event that you've got no interest in doing because the, the event only revolves around alcohol, then why the hell would you want to go in the first place, right? Would you want to go to a group of people drinking bleach? Absolutely not. But if you've got an event that is going to have alcohol involved, but there's going to be great food, great laughter, great energy, great people, there's going to be kids there, you don't need to avoid it. You don't need to avoid alcohol. But that is why point four, eh, sorry, point three is so important is because you need to reframe the way that you view alcohol. So you don't go to these events and think, damn, wish I could have one, which leads me into point five, right? And it's do avoid things that you don't truly enjoy. Just like I was saying then, if there's a, a yearly meetup where you go and everybody gets drunk, you don't need to go to that. But you're not going because you're avoiding alcohol. You're avoiding a boring activity, a lame activity. But if you truly enjoy something, and alcohol is a part of it, then I'm going to say that you should go. Why not? And that just may sound counterintuitive. I'm not going to say Like, when you have reframed the way that you view alcohol, you don't need to avoid things anymore. You can just live your life as normal. And alcohol is going nowhere. And that's why the acceptance is so important. It's accepting that it's going to be there and being mentally prepared, emotionally prepared to deal with it when it comes to it. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear.